Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. She was tear gassed and beaten. Images of thousands desperate to escape Taliban oppression filled our news feeds. More than 80,000 Afghans made it to America. But the story didn't end there. It was very cold. There was no power, no heat. Who would help our newest neighbors? I'm Andrea Smartin. In Stranger Becomes Neighbor, you'll hear the stories of some remarkable refugees who left their homes and their dreams behind only to start over from zero. Their only possession was three blankets. And you'll meet Americans who stepped up to help them. You want me to come when you deliver your baby. What can one person do in the face of an international disaster decades in the making? That's Stranger Becomes Neighbor. Find us at kslpodcast.com, follow us on Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Welcome back to Inside Sources here on KSL News Radio. I, I am Boyd Matheson. We are uh, watching right now. Uh, Vice President Kamala Harris is speaking as uh, President Biden gets ready to sign a bill that will make Juneteenth a an official federal holiday. And uh, we're going to continue monitoring that, and we may uh, step into that uh uh, we'll step into that as we uh, move forward. We'll also pick that up coming up at 2.35 today. We'll get into that just a little bit deeper in terms of comments from both the vice president and the president are expected to speak at this press conference establishing Juneteenth as a federal holiday. And uh, so more to come on that here on KSL News Radio. I want to get to this area of trade. Uh, of course, uh, President Biden, as part of the G7 summit, uh, had a lot of conversations with a lot of our allies, including the United Kingdom. And uh, we wanted to look at some of the elements in terms of our trade. And uh, I want to go first to uh, a speech that was delivered yesterday by Utah Senior Senator Mike Lee uh, talking about the possibility of a free trade deal with the United Kingdom. Here's what he said. A free trade agreement would allow even more goods and services to flow even more easily between our two countries. It would allow for expanded commercial partnerships and greater investments in emerging industries. It would serve as an even greater engine of prosperity and economic liberty on both sides of the Atlantic Ocean. Mr. President, this is a no-brainer. So the senator called it a no-brainer in terms of uh, opening up some of those things. So we wanted to weigh in, see what that would mean, uh, both for the country, also for the state of Utah. And so, of course, we turn to our friend Miles Hansen, president and CEO of World Trade Center Utah. Miles, how are you doing today? Boyd, I'm doing great. It's always it's great to be on. All right. So is the senator right? Is this a no-brainer to do with uh, our allies in the United Kingdom? Yeah, Boyd, this is absolutely a no-brainer. You know, you think about how important uh, the United Kingdom is to the United States on many levels, very geopolitical. We have a special relationship, the shared history. Um, and beyond that, you know, the largest bilateral trade and investment relationship between any two countries anywhere in the world is between the United States and the United Kingdom. And just a couple numbers real quick. Um, there is, uh, we do about $280 billion a year in two-way trade of goods and services going between the two countries. But then more significant than that are the capital flows. And there is more than $1.3 trillion of capital that is invested either from the United States in the UK or the UK here in the United States. 
And so this is clearly a, a relationship, A, that's working very well right now, and B, we ought to be looking at every way possible to grow and expand this and to bind our two markets together because it's good for Americans, it's good for the Brits, and it's good for us as we work to project our power and influence around the world. Uh, in fact, I want to go to uh, another a little piece from uh, Senator Lee from the floor of the United States Senate yesterday. I want to have you respond to this, Miles. Uh, he talked about how this free trade agreement with the U.K. could actually help position us better to compete with China. Take a listen. Furthermore, it, would, it could not be a better move in the age of great power competition with China. We will not beat China by trying to be like China in imposing centralized command and control grips on the economy that will strangle trade and trample free enterprise. Instead, we should do what we've always done best, prioritize free, open, and fair commerce with friendly nations, as the G7 this past weekend confirmed. Uh, so, Miles, give us a, a, a take on that. How would this impact uh, our ability to compete with China? You know, Boyd, America's greatest influence, our greatest strength around the world, it's not our government, it's not even our military, as great as our military is. It is the power of our private sector. And if you look at the, the transformation that the world has seen over the past 30, 40, 50 years or so, so much of that is coming from the power and the strength and innovation of the American private sector. And so as we think about this competition with China, we need to, like Senator Lee said, play to our strengths. And that is finding ways to unleash our our private sector, our companies to go out there and compete and win all around the world. And we will do that best if we work with our like-minded partners and allies with the United Kingdom at the very top of that list in order to help uh, bind our economies together, create common markets as much as we possibly can and so that our, our, uh, our ability to go out there and to shape the world through our economic might and our private sector will be enhanced as we find ways to, 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 to reduce these barriers to trade and investment that a free trade agreement with the United Kingdom uh, would enable us to do. Uh, so, so let's talk for just a second uh, about that. I think this is such an interesting timing of this in terms of the U.K. and the U.S. coming together. Again, it seems like the no-brainer of all no-brainers, uh, but really it it positions us, I think, uh, to be able to prove out once and for all that it really is entrepreneurs and and business owners that really drive and fuel freedom uh, around the world. Yeah, that's exactly right. And so what we have here is is a process, and this is a long, complicated process, right? And when you think about free trade agreements, it's one thing to say, yes, no-brainer, let's get it done. It's another to, to, to really dive deep across all aspects of our economies to figure out what barriers still exist and how can we reduce those barriers in a way that protects and advances American interests. And it's important to note that in Congress, Congress plays an important role on the back end of a free trade agreement by ratifying it. Here, Senator Lee is providing some leadership on the front end to try to encourage the Biden administration to redouble its efforts to move forward with free trade negotiations that actually began in the previous administration last May. There haven't been uh, another round of negotiations between the U.S. trade representative, who is responsible for negotiating these agreements, since last October. So what Senator Lee is trying to do is to get Congress to say, uh, Mr. President, this is important. There's a lot going out there in the world, but this is one we ought to prioritize 
to your point, Boyd, because as we get this done, it is going to help strengthen our economy and that of our partners in the United Kingdom and put us in a better position to go and compete against China, Russia, and others out there in the world. Yeah, so important. Uh, just uh, one uh, one minute left here, Miles, but I, I wanted to get to your take because you have such a unique perch uh, there at World Trade Center, Utah, and, and from your experience uh, we talked earlier in the hour about the Congress clawing back a little bit of their war power authority uh, from the executive branch. You just mentioned that uh, when it comes to trade agreements, that Congress, again, has ceded uh, or abdicated a lot of that power over to the executive branch. Uh, could this be one of those you know, tiny first steps forward in terms of Congress rightly reasserting itself uh, in the process when it comes to trade? You know, Boyd, I think that Congress plays a really important role on providing oversight of helping to set priorities and objectives. I am a big believer in the importance of the executive branch to sit down like an executive to hammer out the details. Uh, you know, Congress is covering so many different uh, issues uh, all at the same time. You know, we've got 100 senators um, working hard, whereas with a U.S. Trade Representative, there is a full-time team of, of people with deep expertise on trade issues. And so I do think there is an opportunity for Congress to play a larger role, to play more direct oversight, to ensure that what the executive branch is doing is in the interest of the American people and that the executive branch is setting priorities appropriately. And then I'd like to see the executive branch uh, move forward to execute what Congress is asking it to do uh, via legislation. And I think this is a good example of, of how that dynamic uh, could and should work. Yeah, that balance of power, uh, each each has a role to play, especially when it comes to trade. And as you said, having that team of, of experts uh, to be out there is great. And then to make sure you have the checks and balances on the back end uh, through Congress, uh, absolutely vital as well. Miles Hansen, President and CEO of World Trade Center Utah, always appreciate your perspective, especially when it comes uh, to international trade and these kinds of opportunities that, again, don't just impact the country as a whole. Uh, it impacts us right here in the state of Utah. That's right. Thanks, Boyd. Uh, keep fighting the good fight. <laughs> All right. Uh, will do. Again, that's uh, Miles Hansen joining us, uh, as always, and love his perspective, especially when it comes to the business climate, uh, the trade components to all of this. And so many of this hits so many businesses, uh, which employ so many people right here in the state of Utah. Uh, it's absolutely vital that we get this stuff right uh, so that we can continue to thrive and grow and prosper here in the state of Utah and that we can continue to show the country this is how you can do it. Uh, this can be a crossroads to the world, and that's what this is uh, all about. Big thanks to Miles Hansen, also Senator Mike Lee leading out on the floor of the Senate, talking about importance of trade with our partners in the U.K. Uh, much more to come in hour number two. Stay with us here on KSL News Radio. We'll talk more about uh, rulings from the Supreme Court. Juneteenth holiday has been uh, signed by the president. More to come. It's the story of an American held in a dark Venezuelan prison. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. I'm Becky Bruce. I spent a year working on Hope in Darkness, which now has more than 2 million downloads. Find it on kslpodcast.com or wherever you listen to podcasts.